0: Hello everyone. Welcome back to Plotlines. I'm your host Connor, and today I want to talk about the wives of Henry VIII. And I think I think people get a, a misnomer about the fact that um it's often pre- or just the fact that Henry VIII is such a horrible figure and such a painful painful king and a tyrant in many 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 ways it's t- interesting because a lot of what happens to the um his wives is actually often of their own making instead of what most or what most people think usually is that You know, it wasn't their fault, and everything that happened was Henry VIII just being a complete jerk. And he definitely has a big part in that, and I think you can say that about um, at least one wife. And I think you could make an argument for a few others, but the most uh, prominent one he did have a horrible uh sort of effect on overall and it really wasn't their fault and it wasn't you know it wasn't like karma you know it wasn't what goes around comes around what happened w- 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 in that in that case it we're talking about Catherine of Aragon his first wife the daughter of Ferdinand and Isabella the famous ...Catholic Monarchs, as they're called, they, uh, she was his, f- again, she was his first wife, and she had trouble conceiving a, um, a male heir that didn't die. He, she did have, uh, one Henry, Duke of Cornwall, who, did die, who died young. And she could only produce a, a daughter, Mary, that would live pa- uh, you know, past, I think it was infancy. And I think it's important, or at least past, you, you know, maybe five or something. The point was that Henry needed a male heir in his mind. I don't know if, or I think it's evident, by the history the future after henry was uh after he died and after his son came to the throne then his son died and mary w- mary took over and then elizabeth i think we can for sure say that queens are capable of holding things together now they both kind of left things in sort of a mess at the end of things but that was because Neither of them had children, which one of them is is most likely Henry's own fault. But anyway, so Catherine of Aragon's nephew, her nephew, was uh, Charles the F- Charles the of Spain, and who who is also Charles the of the Holy Roman Emperor, Empire and that put them in sort of a very political a very stable political alliance until um basically Anne Boleyn seduced the king and moved into the, that into the wife spot to uh replace her and Catherine of Aragon Really didn't do anything to deserve the fact that she was sidelined. And the divorce, the attempted to divorce Catherine of Aragon was an extreme, or as extremely difficult, and required extreme tactics which would lead to the separation of. England from the papacy and it's quite interesting because with uh, Catherine of Aragon um, his marriage to her was recognized by the Catholic Church but not by his new uh, Church of England under Thomas Cranmer and Cranmer had been a very fond proponent of Anne Boleyn, and Anne Boleyn was a known Protestant, not to the king necessarily, at least in the beginning. Um, obviously, he would know that later. And as he became... And as Protest, as he tried to use the power that he was getting from his marriage to Anne Boleyn... You know, uh, he thought it useful to use Protestantism, in a sense, uh, to basically give himself power over the church, and that is what he did. Anyway, so Anne Boleyn and him were married, but people didn't know about it, and he hadn't annulled the marriage; hadn't been quote unquote annulled or divorced or whatever by Cranmer before the king was already married. And so the so when Anne Boleyn had Elizabeth um this led to a lot of illegitimate claims and it is what it is very possible that and maybe probable that Queen Elizabeth was was conceived out of wedlock, and that she should have, she would have been an illegitimate um, successor. And since she did succeed, then she was an illegitimate successor. But Anne Boleyn sl- soon lost the favor of his Majesty. And she was unable to bear him a son, just like Catherine of Aragon, which I think proves to him, proves beyond a shadow of a doubt that it was that this um that the whole concept of the king's divorce towards Catherine of Aragon was false, and also Anne Boleyn. Became enemies with Thomas Cranmer, and that, and that he was also, or that her having an affair may or may not have happened, obviously, but she, she created the situation that had come upon her. She had, or her her father had. Thrown her at the king, and they were pushing, secretively behind closed doors, to to purposefully gain power by by having all so much uproar and so much conflict amongst re, around religion and the structures of England at the time. It just seems to be incredibly selfish to create such an upheaval just to create your own base of power and the and the um, the Berlins would lose all of that power and I think that shows just how poorly the strategy was and that Henry VIII, at one moment, he could be pro one thing, and at the next moment, he is vehemently anti that. And at the end of the day, Henry VIII needed to just get a little bit away from Rome, and after that, he was more or less satisfied. And the Berlins were pushing him to a place he didn't want to go, and you know what happens to people that push Henry the Eighth into places where he doesn't want to go? They get dead because that is what happens when you're dealing with a tyrannical leader who doesn't truly care about his subjects except for, you know, in, as long as it benefits him. And. Anne Berlin. You, was beneficial to him. For the, certain, for the short marriage they had. But at the end of the day. She didn't provide a son. And she challenged his authority. So Anne Berlin. Done. Dead. Executed. Also. I think she was executed for being a witch. Which, I mean, other than I have no idea. And on the other hand, it's like, what do you call a woman who uses everything about herself, about, about, you know, basically using herself to gain power for her family. And it's basically like she's using her body to do so. I mean, what else would you call that? But a witch. A little bit. Anyways, um, I think I'll be uh, actually making this into two parts, because the next one is, oh, Jane Seymour. But before I get to Jane, the uh, Anne Boleyn's marriage was also was declared invalid by uh, the Church of England which is interesting because it was invalid it was considered invalid by the Catholic Church and now it's uh considered illegitimate by uh, uh like it didn't happen by the Church of England which means that arguably the only uh legitimate wife so far was uh was Catherine of Aragon. But the next legitimate wife, because the Catholic Church would obviously legitimize this marriage, because, you know, there's no reason not to, because he was already, you know, oh, because Catherine of Aragon had died. There's rumors that she had been poisoned. Who knows if that's true. But Jane Seymour. I discussed possibilities of what might have happened if things went different with Jane Seymour. But Henry VIII supposedly truly loved Jane Seymour and interesting enough the propaganda afterwards in history has been that she was a protestant but that is completely false she was a catholic she was pres- she was uh um, she had great loyalty to uh the old the old ways and she made sure to uh push for the reconcile re- Wait, the she pushed for the king and his daughters to be reconciled, and that queen uh, that Mary would be put uh, back into the line of succession, which by his own logic. May be possible, but uh, Elizabeth, by his own logic, would not be legitimate because he had just declared his entire marriage to Anne Boleyn illegitimate. So, that wouldn't make any sense. But Jane Seymour, uh, she was very sweet. And it's really, truly a shame that... uh, That she died died in childbirth, giving birth to uh, King Edward. And it would have been very interesting to see uh, if Jane Seymour had raised her son, what her son may have looked like, and whether or not he would have died so young, and whether or not he would have been a Protestant. Also. when Henry VIII died, she may have been regent, theoretically, if she had lived that long. Also, you wouldn't have gotten, the you know, the rest of sort of the, um, you know, the group of wives, which it's just bonkers that he has six wives, which I guess, depending on your counting, you could argue that he only had... Three wives um which i or four wives, maybe four wives, four wives, maybe four wives, yeah, that makes more sense, four wives, two being illegitimate or non existent and then the rest being legitimate marriages. Um but Jane was very caught, was very sort of um sort of laid back in her movements. She was very much a, a cautious player of the game if you would when it comes to court politics and that served her very well especially dealing with Henry VIII and she got half of what she wanted to accomplish before she died i guess a little more if you if you think about it maybe 75% she didn't get her she didn't get henry's daughters to be put in the line of succession even though that would eventually happen um but she did get him a son which was very important to him obviously and basically the whole point this whole dumpster fire of a history happened, which absolutely is bonkers in my opinion. I just can't fathom the fact that that basically needing a son almost destroys a, a society. And during Jane's uh, reign as queen, um, there... Uh, Henry had to deal with a lot of re- a lot of rebellion, and that, and sort of the balance of Jane and her calmness and her sort of support for the old ways as well as for the rebel the rebellions is an interesting contrast. And you know, it's to me it's a shame that we never got to see what Jane Seymour could have accomplished before she died. But that's. Yeah, that's kind of, it is what it is. Um, she had a good relationship with both of Henry VIII's daughters. And, you know, she was the mother of his son. So she gets some extra points for that. So she's one of the most interesting ones. But also the shorter on the shorter side and less sort of dramatic, I guess you could say. Very, you know, very peaceful person. So uh I'm going to stop there and we we can we'll pick up sooner than later. We're going to pick up on uh the the next half of the wives half and you know. So we got this at divorced beheaded and died. So sad. Have a great one, everyone. Please like, share, and subscribe. And have a fantastic day. Bye.